Hello, this is P. Andrew Sandlin, founder and president of the Center for Culture Leadership. Our topic this morning is Our Insufferable Betters. Recently, my wife Sharon and I were uh, on several commercial airline f- flights and were uh, stricken by a remarkable fact. The uh, COVID restrictions and uh, requirements by flying were more onerous in uh, May and June of uh, 2021 than they were May and June of 2020. She and I both flew a number of times at the height of the uh, COVID pandemic. As we were flying a year later, the number of uh, COVID cases and deaths had been uh, dramatically reduced. In fact, the number of deaths to uh, almost nothing in much of the country. How could it be that the uh, restrictions ostensibly imposed to uh, impede the transmission and spread of COVID could be worse uh, as the uh, number of uh, deaths and cases dramatically declined? Obviously, uh, this was not a case of uh, science and health. Rather, it was a case of a uh, particular worldview in action. That worldview is statism which is also an ideology, uh, a description of how a number of individuals, generally an elite group in society, tend to vest uh, most authority in society in the hands of uh, politics. Placed another way, statism can be summarized as the conviction that uh, for any uh, problem or difficulty in society, whether actual or invented, uh, increased political power is uh, likely the best solution. In the case of the uh, Chinese COVID virus, this meant uh, enforced uh, lockdowns of the economy and mass mandates and uh, mandates for so-called social distancing, which I'd like to call anti-social distancing, uh, and uh, increased uh, dramatic uh, profligate uh, government spending, and so on. But behind all of this statism, certainly as it uh, is exhibited in the modern world, is a uh, profound and almost inescapable elitist impulse. There are a comparatively few number of people in society who are wiser, who are smarter, who are more courageous, who are more magnanimous, who are more caring than everyone else, and uh, It is their responsibility, one would almost say God-given responsibility, were it not that most of them do not believe in God, certainly not the God of the Bible, to be essentially the uh, caretakers and authorities in society. Now, the idea that an elite in society should be the ones given the authority to uh, dictate uh, to everybody else, and uh, as it were, lay down the law, is not a modern phenomenon. The most famous of all of the ancient Greek philosophers, Plato, believed in the rule of the philosopher kings. These intellectuals with uh, vast mental endowments should uh, quite naturally be the ones who should govern society. They should not only be philosophers, you see, but also kings. We might call this uh, simple or non-ideological elitism. The elitism today in uh, the West is uh, a little different. It's more complex 
and advanced, and I believe uh, we should call it uh, ideological elitism. Let me explain. About the time of the French Revolution, uh, a prominent idea developed, uh, based largely, though not entirely, on the thought of the uh, French Romantic thinker uh, Jean-Jacques Rousseau, that a society can't be truly free, truly what it should be, truly authentic, unless it is collectivist. That is, all of the citizens must give a buy-in to what the uh, just and righteous and potentially perfect society would look like, and uh, they give up their idea of freedom so that uh, to elitists, so that it can be given back to them in the form of the uh, just society. Though Rousseau was not an atheist, uh, atheism became uh, prominent uh, in the 18th century in the uh, advancement of the Enlightenment. By the time of the French Revolution, it was one of the driving forces behind the desire for a collectivist society governed by these uh, atheistic, utopian elites. The problem with earlier theistic societies, uh, whether the older uh, divine right of kings, that is, kings ruled by right, given by God, or the more uh, Protestant and uh, Puritan idea that the law is above the king, the law meaning God's law, all of these variations were based on the notion that, uh, in one way or another, human government derives its authority from God. That certainly is the case with the uh, U.S. Declaration of Independence implied in the U.S. Constitution. The uh, ideologues of the French Revolution would have none of this, of course, because it meant uh, that uh, their plans could be overturned or questioned by uh, God's word or by a so-called natural law. They wanted the freedom to uh, spin the perfect society out of their own mind. This is why, by the way, the French Revolution is the mother of all modern revolutions, everyone that followed afterward. The Russian Revolution and all of the Marxist revolutions of the 20th centuries are indebted to uh, the French Revolution. In this uh, modern atheistic statism, the state, in effect, uh, became the replacement for God. It was the new authority. Uh, it handed down the law. It was the source of uh, providence and provision. Uh, by, by using the term statism, of course, somebody has to make those decisions, and uh, those decisions are in the hands of this elite. So, in essence, these leaders the uh, ideologues that are leading the state, they, in effect and in practice, become God walking the earth. And, of course, God can have no limitations, and uh, therefore uh, they should not be restrained by law. This is why all of these uh, revolutionary elitists are opposed to what we call classical liberalism, the Protestant philosophy of the U.S. founding, and uh, also prominent in uh, Christian Europe, and notably in England, uh, the idea that we should have processes woven into politics and society that should forbid the concentration of uh, political power in a very few hands. In the United States, of course, we have uh, uh, freedoms guaranteed in the Bill of Rights, free speech, freedom of religion, freedom of the press. We have the federal government divided into three parts, executive, legislative, and judicial, and then we have checks and balances everywhere. State power is a check on federal power. Municipal power is a check on state and federal power and on down the line. 
all of these are rooted in the idea that God alone has absolute authority, and uh, he delegates authority, but does not give full authority to any one individual group of individuals or institutions. So that authority has to be dispersed throughout society as checks and balances, because man, of course, is sinful. And therefore, there must be a constant check on his uh, sinful impulses, particularly his sinful political impulses, since politics holds, uh, or the state holds a monopoly on physical coercion. Uh, if you're bad enough, the state can throw you in jail or kill you. But of course, if you're an atheistic ideological revolutionary, you'll have none of that. Uh, why should you be hindered from fulfilling what is right and just and good in society? Uh, courts uh, are a barrier to the fulfillment of the good society. And uh, so are uh, divided legislatures. And uh, so is voting. So all of these things must be commandeered by the state. This is why in all uh, Marxist regimes, communist regimes, the courts, for example, are an arm of politics. Uh, they do the bidding of the state. Uh, this is uh, a horrific idea from the standpoint of classical liberalism. The reason we have an independent judiciary is precisely so that it can uh, countermand unjust, or what it considers to be unjust, political decisions. This gets us back to my wife and my flying on the aircraft in May and uh, June of uh, 2021. Over the uh, in-cabin intercom, we heard again and again from the flight crew that masks must be worn at all times, under all conditions, and even while eating and drinking, the mask may be pulled down or up quickly and on one flight it was said, oh, ever so quickly, 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 said three times, and then uh, put a bag over the mouth and nose. We were spoken to as though we were toddlers who needed help from a wiser, older, and much more authoritative parent. I mention this because that is precisely the attitude that uh, our insufferable betters have. They are convinced that they know the right way and therefore they are the absolute authority, and that the rest of us are children. The longshoreman philosopher Eric Hoffer once said, this country was founded by people who just wanted to be left alone. Our country has shifted dramatically since that, and has become much more like a uh, European collectivist society. This is also in uh, radical contrast to the uh, biblical worldview. In the Bible, God is the absolute and final authority, but the most important gov uh, governing authority in the earth is the self-government of the virtuous individual. Uh, this doesn't mean there can be anarchy. Uh, there's legitimate family authority and family government and church authority, business authority, and uh, uh, school authority, scientific authority, authorities all throughout society, and, of course, political authority, though uh, dramatically smaller uh, as envisioned by the scriptures and the Christian faith, and we see today. But undergirding all of these human authorities is the authority of the individual, the man or woman trusting in God and living a virtuous life. Uh, the self-government means that we live according to the moral law of God, and therefore we need less and less external imposed authority. We impose authority on small children because they haven't yet been trained or prepared to exercise authority over their own minds, their own appetites, their own desires. 
uh, when children grow up and they still need that heavily imposed authority, uh, we say they're just acting like children. They shouldn't uh, require that. Uh, a, remar a mark of maturity is the self-government and self-restraint. But mature, self-governing people are the antithesis of, and in fact the great enemies of the uh, revolutionary collectivist elitist state. Sorry about the cumbersome language, but each of those descriptions is true. Their whole goal of creating the utopian society, as they describe it, of course, as they envision it, uh, depends on an immature population, uh, servilely and willingly governed by a few elite individuals who are wiser, smarter, more self-sacrificial, uh, more disinterested, more caring, and of all, of all things, uh, humbler than everybody else. Uh, Thomas Sowell, the uh, conservative liber libertarian uh, economist, uh, likes to call them uh, the anointed. Uh, you can get his books uh, and uh, read about that. Just get his book, The Vision of the Anointed, Thomas Sowell, S-O-W-E-L-L. He outlines uh, scores and scores and scores of examples. How do we get rid of our insufferable betters? Well, of course, by the preaching and teaching and living according to the Word of God by the power of the Spirit. And uh, that includes recovering self-government, training children to be uh, governed by the Word of God so that they ha need very little imposed government. Families and churches and businesses should uh, commandeer the uh, authority appropriate to the sphere of each, uh, take it away from uh, the government. Health care should not be the responsibility of the federal, or for that matter, state, or any government except family uh, or uh, other uh, governments, so-called private governments, collections of uh, individuals and uh, non-political institutions. And the same is true of education, of schools, of uh, charity, and uh, most other uh, elements of life. These should not be the province of the state or of politics. The uh, various spheres in society that God's established, principally the family and the church, but also secondarily others like uh, business and economics and uh, education and medicine um, should recover their God-given role and thus uh, reduce and eventually do away with the insufferable betters. This is P. Andrew Sandlin, ChristianCulture.com.